Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplet, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so blessed to be in your presence today with the Word of God. And we don't take this lightly, but God is such a good God, and His mercy endured forever. We have a reason to praise Him today because He's so good. When you think back over your life and think, well, God has brought you from. If it had not been for the Lord on your side, where would you be right now? I'm pastor of Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplet, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And there is a word for us today, and that word is repentance. Uh, without repentance, you can't have true faith. So many people claim that they have the great faith and they have faith the size of a mustard seed, but how can you have faith without having a repentant heart? Because when you come to God in faith, you know that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And he's able to deliver you from your sin and your trouble and your setback and your past. Though you're not perfect, you're striving every day. So you come to God in repentance, and that's the only way you can have true faith. In the Bible, in Luke's Gospel, the 24th chapter, starting with verse number 46, the Bible tells us that Jesus, on his way to glory after finishing his earthly ministry, he said, thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. And the repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye have endured with power from on high. In Luke's Gospel, the 24th chapter, starting to verse 46 to 49, Jesus himself, from his own lips and his own words, says that, in verse 47, that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all the nations. All nations. Why is repentance so important? Uh, repentance means that there's a change on the inside. That's the reason you have the Old Testament to show you how to grow closer to God, to receive the gift of Jesus Christ, to let you know that you shouldn't kill your neighbor, let you know you shouldn't want your neighbor's things, to honor your mother and your father, for your days shall be long upon the first of the earth. and. To love God, for God is a jealous God. All those commandments in the Old Testament, his statutes, his laws, they were preparing you to learn and to consecrate yourself from the world so you could receive a relationship with Jesus Christ. They didn't know what was sin until God told them what was sin. They didn't know what could keep them from being clean, ritually cleaned, and to be in his presence. He had to teach them 
And that's why he gave us the Old Testament where God teaches man one-on-one. The book of Leviticus is one of the main books that shows us how to live and how to live holy because he is holy. And in order to come to God, you have to repent of your sins. Hebrew language in the Old Testament language, the definition for repent means to change. The English language says repent. In Greek says that what? To repent means to what? Turn around. So repentance for the believer is to restore fellowship. So every day we should come to God repent just to open up that relationship even more. Confess your sin. Mean Confession means that you agree. Lord, I... I need help in this area of my life. I can't do this alone. Forgive me, Lord, for things I did knowing and unknowing yesterday or today. Lord, help me. Give me understanding. Sincerely believe it in your heart. For the one who's an unbeliever, repentance means what? Salvation. I'm tired of going down the wrong road. I'm tired of my businesses not being Successful, I'm tired of my family being in shambles. I'm tired of sicknesses being attacking my body. I'm tired of my finances being strange. I'm tired of problems on my job. I need stability right now. I'm giving my life to you, God. Forgive me of all the things I've tried to do, knowing and unknowing, that wasn't befitting of you. Make room for me, Lord God. Have your way in my life. I give myself away to you right now. There are three elements in repentance because some people believe that if you're sorrowful, uh, you, you say something with your mouth, Lord, forgive me, but don't mean it in your heart. If you're remorseful, if you're grieving, they believe that's repentance. But God is not looking at the tears in your eyes. He's not looking at... Um, you saying something then in your heart saying, I can't wait to get back to do what I normally do. He's looking at a change on the inside. If you have faith, that should be a change on the inside because we all have to come to God, humble as we know how, in repentance, knowing that he's the one that's answering our call. So in order to come to God, you have to repent of your sins. And come humble, heartbroken, sincerely wanting to change on the inside. Not just lip service, not just hearing what somebody else said, but a change in your mind, your body, your thoughts, and your substance. You have to have a change. Turn from sins and return to God. There are three elements in repentance that we all need to know. The first element in repentance is you have to answer the call of repentance. In Acts, the third chapter, 19th verse, it says that God gives the call and we have to answer the call for repentance. Something in your life led you to believe that God is God. And when God gave that call, you answered and said, I believe 
that there is a God. Nobody could have done that for me except God. Think back over your life, over your trials and tribulations that you've been through, the joys, the setback. Think about your life. Can you see God working it out in your life right now? His presence has kept you alive to this day. So you have to answer the call of repentance. You have to come to God and say, Lord, you're greater than me in this universe. I repent. I did not do what you told me to do. Lord, I need a change. I'm tired, Lord God. I'm tired of walking around in circles wondering in this wilderness. I want direction to make it home to the promised land. The second thing, and as an element of repentance, is to turning from your sin. You have to make your mind up that you don't want to do the same thing that you've been doing the last five or 10 or 20 years, sometime longer than that. Second Chronicles 7 chapter 14 verse, it tells us, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves, turn from their wicked way, pray, and seek his face, then he would what? Heal the land and forgive them of their sins. So they have to turn from the wicked way. That's repentance. But if you want to turn from your repentance and turn from your wicked way, then God said he would heal the land and he would answer your call. He will hear you in your time of need. Sometimes your prayers are not being answered because God wants you to come to him first to talk about this repentance thing before he answers what? Your prayers. He's listening, but he can't give you this blessing because you don't know how to handle it just yet. He can't do this for you because you're surely wrecking and destroying. You might want your family back, but until you come to him and repent, you can't have it back because you're going to keep doing what busted it up the last time. You might want your marriage back. But until you come to God and repent and turn from cheating on your wife, he can't give you your marriage back because you're going to surely bust it up. You want to know your children again, somebody whose uh, children hadn't talked to them in years. You want peace on the job. You want peace in your house. Well, you need to stop doing what's causing you to have what? Lack of peace. Hanging around the wrong crowd. Believing the wrong things. And lying and doing all those things that cause you to have problems in your life. You have to decide to turn from your sin. The third element in repentance is a restoration. Restoration. The restoration is found in Hosea 6 and 1. God says, I tear you down, but I put you back together again. I whip on you a little bit, but I bind you back together again. God is going to do the pruning process in your life. When you come to him in repentance, some people you need to let go in your life because they always bringing you down. But the same way you have to do a rose bush and all of you to let the rose bush grow to a beautiful rose display. Sometimes you have to cut roses off for the sunlight and make the whole 
flower blossom. Cut some leaves. And that's the same way God does in our life. He has to cut away some of our relationship, bind us back together, and then give us another life. Because if not, we'll keep going around that same person that causes us to have the drug addiction, drink the alcohol, cheat on our spouses, lie, steal, do all those things, problems on the job, problems in the neighborhood, problems in the house, and we don't want to let that situation go. God says, I have to restore you by cutting away the unwanted. Those are the three elements of, of repentance. The first one being, a, have to answer the call of repentance to repent. The second one, you have to turn from your sins. And the third one, you have to accept the restoration that God is going to do in your life. And when you do those three things, God is going to make a way for you like never before. Turn completely. Change in your heart and mind. Come to God sincerely and ask for forgiveness of things you may not even know that you've done. Just wipe the slate clean. Lord, give me another chance. I'm going to say a prayer today. And somebody out there may be dealing with some unforgiveness, some hatred, some bigotry, some evil spirits in your life, and you just need to get over it right now and put all that behind you up under your feet and come to Jesus like a child, humble in every aspect of your life. But if you believe right now, I'm going to say a prayer, and I want you to say it along with me. Gracious God, I come now. Father God, I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross of Calvary. I believe that he gave himself for me. I repent of my sins. I want to change in my life to grow closer to you, to be accepted by you. Wash me, cleanse me, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. I believe that Jesus died on the cross of Calvary, gave the Lord's supper the night before, went to the borrowed tomb, stayed there three days, but early that Sunday morning, got up with all power in his hand. I do believe. And now he sits at the right hand of God, interceding on our behalf. I believe. Let me be part of the holy family of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. We love you. We're praying for you. Come to Jesus, repent like the prodigal son did. Come, repent, and receive the gifts that God has for you. He loves you. Follow us on Facebook, on YouTube, under Neely Church Ministries. We love you. Be blessed. Keep a smile on your face, for that smile may be blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed.